Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Temptation Island wrap up. Today, we are talking about season three, episode nine of Temptation Island, which is called No Regrets. I'm Kirsten McKinnis, and I'm joined, as always, by the lovely Maggie Morgan. Maggie, how are you? Hi, Kirsten. I'm amazing. I am so excited to talk about this episode. We're nearing the end. It's kind of crazy that we've been on this journey. These couples, as they say, their their journey is respectively through the Temptation Island experience. We've been going on the journey with them, and it's about to come to a close. I don't really know how to feel, but um, this this episode was really like straightforward and sort of, you know, I, I think that, well, it, it's a lot to talk about, but it's pretty easy stuff to talk about. Um, and I think we're about to get the goods next week and the week after. I am. So excited for the finale and the reunion, which is coming mm-hmm. up. Now, we had been under the impression this was a 12-episode season. Do you, so does that mean a two-part reunion? Or I would like venture to guess that. Mark L. Wahlberg uh, retweeted something today that said only two weeks left. Mm. So maybe it's like a two-part reunion where it's like two hours or maybe it is just only 11 episodes. But that sounds odd to have an 11-episode season on like a major network. Like an 11-episode season sounds correct for like Netflix. But is USA you know I mean? Network a major network? Let's be <laughs> well, honest here. It, it, it does things in syndication, right? So it's like you would want to do 12 weeks worth of 12 or 13 weeks worth of content versus something like a Netflix where you can play with the amount of episodes more because it's streaming. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I do think that it is sort of time for the season to be over. I'm not really sure where else we can go from here. I mean, I, I do think that like it took, you know, until this moment for Thomas and Chelsea to like really cheat on each other. And maybe it could it could have gotten a little crazier if we waited a little extra time and maybe gave like Kendall and Nicole a little bit more time in the house together for there to be like more cattiness. But um, for the most part, I feel like these stories are ready to wrap up. Yeah, I think this could have been actually like. An eight episode season. And then a reunion. Like, I don't I don't yeah. think we needed so much. Like, there was mm-hmm. still in this episode when um two of the men get sent home. I did not know who one of those men was. The well, one of them was the soccer Well, yes, player. I knew him. I knew him. And the other one was the one who got in the big fight with Aaron last week. Mm-hmm. The, the one oh, the, the other one is one. the man who last week we were like, we've never seen this man before in our whole life. I, yeah, I, I, didn't, rec- I didn't recognize him from last week. So uh, that just Deeply goes to show, like, like they don't give us any reason to know like the singles that aren't making inroads. So mm-hmm. I think like it would make sense for the format of the show if they got rid of more people sooner and then had it like these are the couples on mm-hmm. the um in like in each villa because then the bonfires I feel like would be a lot more. Um, mm-hmm. Like at the start of this episode, um, we see Aaron talking about how hard that bonfire was and how Corey is talking to the same woman he's been talking to. And that seems to be like a big sticking point for her. That's mm-hmm. the same woman. And so mm-hmm. maybe if they were able to send the singles home sooner, you get more of that kind of drama from the bonfires and maybe you'd be a little bit more interesting. For sure. Yeah. And I mean, like, that's my literal first note. It says Aaron is pissed that uh, she's sobbing over Corey and he seems fine because he's talking to the same girl. It's like, yeah, they just um, that's the problem that I've sort of had with the season as a whole is that like Aaron and um uh, Kristen basically have said been saying the exact same thing for nine episodes mm-hmm. like we really haven't gotten anywhere um, and it's sort of time I feel like for them to just talk to their boyfriends like I'm ready to see what their boyfriends have to say to them I don't know <laughs> yes uh, 100% we need the boyfriend's opinions mm-hmm. uh, I I do like though that she is like very upset about you know him mm-hmm. making a connection but then she says something that I do like which is I hope he's smart enough to know that if he cheats on me I will not forgive him and the relationship will be over and I'll just leave single like I do totally. like that I, I like that mm-hmm. vibe I also think that Aaron like throughout the episode the vibe I was getting for her from her was basically like if he wants to leave without me I will be devastated but it will be okay 
And also, like, it took me coming here to Temptation Island to understand that, like, I am the problem. Like, I came here thinking that Corey was the problem. And it took me being away from him and, like, being around all these people to realize that it's not Corey and that it is, in fact, me. And that is honestly, like, from her very first confessional, I was like, this is all I want from her is for her to realize that she is clearly the problem because this boy is, like, clearly in love with her and, like, sad that she wants to possibly hook up with others. (laughs) I, well, and I just feel like, they still they have work that they just need to do together like both Mm -hmm. of them have done work on their own and -hmm. now they need to talk about it together and and so I'm just bored yeah yeah maybe that's honestly like I remember when Matt and Brittany were on they were like we watched a show to watch the couples cheat on each other and right now there's like a severe lack of that and like what we've gotten a lot of this season is like we like Aaron and Corey and Kristen and Julian shouldn't be on Temptation Island. They should be on like couples therapy show. Therapy you know what Island, I mean? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Therapy Island versus like Temptation Island because neither, like nobody in that foursome ever had any intentions to cheat on each other. They just had issues in their relationship. They needed to figure out how to work. It's like they needed to go to like um, the retreat from forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, or they're. <laughs> What does that show like the celebrity couples with Dr. Drew? Is like that what ma- they- is that marriage boot camp? Which one maybe I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. I don't those. I don't tend to watch shows about ha- like couples that intend to stay together. <laughs> Unless it's like they're strangers and then they become a couple and maybe yes. they'll stay together. Yes, agreed. That's really funny. Like I don't watch shows where they come in as a couple and they leave as a couple. Yeah, it's like, what are we watching here? We're just watching somebody work through their problems, which they could do in their own home, in their own space. Yeah, they could go on on Better Help. They could go to Talk Space, and they could do this at home and not like annoy us with it. But instead, they went on reality TV. Exactly. Need to go to better help or talk space like please please do there's absolutely no shame in it but just like if it's a relationship thing you're working out maybe just do it in the privacy of your home oh you know i'm <laughs> i'm not shaming therapy whatsoever yeah to be, i to know be very yes. clear just in case you know you bring up a good point that someone could into that me being like oh i'm just going up there no every single one of us yes actually could benefit from therapy huge advocate all it's of us changed my life we mm. could we could all okay and uh, i I just think that sometimes, I mean, honestly, every person that is considering going on reality TV should probably just consider therapy instead, (laughs) but I want to keep watching reality TV. So like you can't Mm -hmm. all do that. Exactly. But exactly. Aaron and Corey could have. Um, Erica, I, we, we moved to Erica and Mm -hmm. we get like this moment and this is the first time we really get confirmation from her that she is planning to walk away from Kendall. Mm -hmm. Um, because she says that I still love him, but I have learned to love myself more. And that is why yes. I will walk away. And I was like, yes, queen, uh, oh do it. Gosh. Leave him. Erica, I am so happy to hear this. Like, this is what I've been wanting from her. This is the energy we've been needing. Like, I loved finally. everything. Everything we got from Erica this episode. Agreed. I literally, perfection. like, capital letters, exclamation points in my notes. That's how excited I am about it. Oh, it's, yeah. When we, when we get to it, I've, I've definitely got some, uh, some, some, things some big, say. I've got some big <laughs> feelings about all of this. Um, okay, then we also get Blake talking to Chelsea, and it's just literally like, I like you, but, and I'm trying to be patient, but like, you're important to me. I give me a chance, and they like make out on some kind of shade. Oh, yeah. Lounge. And he, he like put petal like flowers on the floor, and she was like, Did you put these flowers here for me? And he's like, Yeah. <laughs> it's like terrible. It's I not feel great. like that is such a trope, like rose petals or like whatever. I don't. I don't need- I have no interest no, in that. That is not my thing. Anybody who uh, knows me and would get to that point with me would understand never to do that to me. Uh, don't even try. It's not, not the move. Um, I mean, if flowers are nice. Absolutely. I will accept you your flowers. But you don't need to mur- murder them. Yeah, and also like to put them on the bed. Like, what? what is this? This is not, it's you know. It's just a mess. It's just a problem you have to deal with later on. This is not a romantic comedy, all right? You know, I don't my, know. I mean, my life is more comedic than romantic, but like it could be a rom-com. 
Sure. I mean, obviously, everybody wants to live in a rom-com, sort of. But I like, feel, Kate, I feel like, you know, at the start of the rom-com, how, um, like, the woman is always, like, super, like, clumsy and, like, stuck mm-hmm. in a dead-end job and, like, their life is really hard. That's me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm in the before part <laughs> of the romantic comedy. <laughs> Kirsten, no, that is not true. I'm a harried young professional woman um, who just can't seem to catch a break. Who is it like will run into a man on the street and like hear chimes in her head? Yeah, just wait till just wait until I like have a meet cute with someone. Okay. Oh my no, your meet okay, your meet cute with someone will be when you finally come to the city and visit me and I bring you out with like a friend and you guys like get in a fight at the table oh. and then like like because it'll be like, you know, the the trope of like you don't really like each other, but there is like tension there and then okay. like suddenly it turns into something more that's what i see for you now do you have one of your friends in mind for me or um <laughs> all of my male friends uh are attracted to other men so i don't okay. have anyone that okay. i can think of but if if one of them comes up you will be my first call let okay. me tell you <laughs> when you when you befriend a straight man you can call <laughs> when, me. I, when, I have, <laughs> when i have a singular straight male friend i will call you <laughs> oh my god literally it's so relatable <laughs> um okay so Meanwhile, over at the boys' villa, Thomas comes in, and all the boys are in great spirits, and Thomas is like, my girlfriend's making out with other dudes. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's literally like last week when we were talking about it, I was like, I think Thomas will walk in and be like, Sophia, you're coming with me, and they're going to hook up, and that's exactly what he yeah. did. Like, he was like, Sophia, come here, and she was like, are you like putting your head in my boobs? Like she literally was yeah. like, "What are you doing with my boobs?" He was just like ready to like. He was ready motor to motor boat her, her. yeah, <laughs> fully like, move forward. So, but then he takes her um to go sit on two lawn chairs awkwardly across <laughs> from each other, and then they start making out. And I'm like, "Listen, does the boys' villa not have any of those like chaise lounges or like no? What, but- were, what were those two cheap chairs?" And her feet were on him with her shoes on. I was like, Sophia, kick off your shoes if you're going to put your feet up on him. Like, what is happening here? I mean, he's taking her for a very romantic kiss on a plastic chair. So (laughs) she could at least take off her shoes. Um, I was horrified by this. Again, um, all I, I wrote... Making out across two chairs, dot, 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 dot. Very bizarre. (laughs) But also, like, her legs were, like, she must have really flexible hamstrings, honestly, because her legs were straight across on his lap, and then she, like, leaned forward to kiss him, which, like, if you are sitting in your bed right now, stick your legs out and then lean forward as though you're about to kiss someone. It's it's hard. It's very hard. You're not, you know, it's it's not the easiest thing in the world. Kirsten is trying right now. I can do it. I can do it. Oh, well, you are better than me because my oh, hamstrings no. are, aren't made for a plastic lawn chair kissing. That's for sure. I also have like a very long torso and very short legs. So like the opposite of what you want to have. No, um, no. <laughs> no that's not true at all. No, it is. Oh, my God. They, in, in grade 10, they made our health class. They were like, I don't know what the purpose of this exercise is. They were like, line up from tallest to shortest, but you're not allowed to measure yourselves. You have to do it like back to back. And there was this girl. Oh, she was so nice and so pretty and talented. Like she had an and smart and she had everything going for her. She's incredible. She's a doctor now. Mm-hmm. And she yeah. was because I'm five seven <laughs> and she was like two to three inches shorter than me. And when we stood mm-hmm. back to back, her butt was like higher than my butt. Um, she had those dancers legs, you know, mm-hmm. and I was like, I see my body is wrong. And I've yeah, never recovered also- from that. <laughs> Okay, but also I bet like your like body shape, like I bet you that she's like insecure about the fact that she's got like a little torso and long legs because she probably feels like a little, you know what I mean? Like everybody, yeah, everybody wants, wants what they don't else. have. Like the grass is always greener. And here's you know? the thing: 
if I yeah. if my center of mass was any higher, I'd be falling over all the time. Like I need that nice low <laughs> base. Like I'm very clumsy, so I think this is that like center of gravity. Yeah, you're very clumsy. Tie it back into your. Yeah. She is a very clumsy, harried woman with very short legs, and he. <laughs> Is a bachelor right around the city with very long legs. <laughs> We've, anyways, okay. Um, we get, we have. You know what is this podcast this. already? This is, uh, <laughs> it's a problem. Okay, so after mm-hmm. this bonfire, Kendall goes and just talks to Nicole for a couple hours, I guess, uh-huh. and not Alexis. Uh, Alexis is very upset. Like, oh, is Kendall even the man for me? Um, who's he been with? Yeah. Well, he told me not to worry about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm like, Alexis, you are so confused in your soul right now about who you are and what you mean to him. Like, and I think it's very clear that she does really like him. Otherwise, she wouldn't be insecure like this. And it's like, mm-hmm. she's wearing it on her sleeve. You know, like she clearly really, really likes him and doesn't know what he's going to do to her. But the fact that this man, is so good at what he does in being an evil person that he has met this girl, what, three, four weeks ago? And she knows he has a girlfriend and he still has gotten her to feel insecure about herself and what's going on. Like, it's just... Kendall is just the worst human alive and we've said it a million times. And she's in her confessional. Yeah, she's in her confessional and she says, is Kendall going to hurt me like he hurt his girlfriend? Yes, Alexis, he is. I, I can't answer that for you here at home. He is like, get out, go move on. Yeah, it's truly just like sickening to me. And Kendall's like, yeah, I'm just all mm-hmm. about, you know, embracing challenges and new things. And like, I don't know about Nicole. Maybe if I should have given her more of a chance. Everything is so up in the air right now. And it's like, Kendall, sit down. Like, I've I've had mm-hmm. I've just had enough of this man. Um, I, I, I can't handle him any longer. Yes. I. Completely agree. And neither can my mother, if you want to hear what Mary mm-hmm. has to say about it. Go about off, this Mary. First, this first little clip that we've been talking about, she says, all right, Tom, now you're going to kiss her because you feel cheated on. Is the reason to kiss someone to retaliate for what you just saw? And really, really, Nicole is now your target, Kendall? Another girl who you think you can manipulate? Alexis, watch and learn. He used you to cheat on his girlfriend, and he'll use Nicole to cheat on you. It's the pattern of a manipulative narcissist mic drop (laughs) mary said it um the one thing too at the beginning with thomas and sophie he's like you know i had a girlfriend so i just like felt like i had couldn't act on the feelings i have for you but now i feel like i can act on them and it's like okay whatever thomas it's very that's the type of thing like i'm a type of girl who's like you shouldn't even have those feelings for someone. <laughs> like, you have to be so obsessed with me. <laughs> like, you can't, like, what do you mean? I feel like... I wouldn't be having those feelings for someone if I was, like, really madly in love. The, I don't know. I, I think the thing is, is it's like, you can be so in love with someone and still, like, recognize someone as attractive or maybe even mm-hmm. have an attraction to someone. Agreed. Um, but when it gets to the point of, like, oh, I, I have all these feelings for you and I'm only holding out because I, like, am not... Yes. A cheater. It's like, yes. well, uh, this is. I feel like you've already crossed the line, anyways. Just with like completely agree and side of things. Completely agree. And I guess it's the idea that like if you see someone, if you're in a very committed, serious relationship, and there is someone that you like, do think that you are attracted to, that's just a situation when you sort of move away from them. You know, like you're like, oh, this is someone that I think I like. Like, I am going to make sure that I have very clear boundaries with them, like because I love my partner. But like, obviously, we're on Temptation Island. So uh, that's, you know, a moot point. But um, then after this, Mark L. Wahlberg comes in and has them yes. choose their final overnight dates. Very yes. exciting. And so um when he tells them that they're going to choose their date. So the women, he goes to the women's villa first and mm-hmm. um, Aaron asks Jawan out, mm-hmm. which I think this is like, weird, right? I think it's smart though, because I think she is in her head about having seen Corey with the same girl so much that she's mm-hmm. probably like, if Corey is going to see this, I want him to not see me with Griffin again. 
Mm, like I think she can smart. probably put together that she's been in scenes with Griffin a lot um, mm-hmm. or maybe she would then be like I don't know more tempted if Griffin, I don't know um, but she asks John which is like okay good for you well I, my thing about this being weird is like the way that they did it they're like sitting directly across from each other and like all the girls have to like stand up and like walk over to the guy who's sitting down and like look down at him and be like will you go on a date with me and it's like really odd I don't know like I wish they could have just been like I pick this person <laughs> like you know why do they have to get up and formally walk over and ask I don't know. I just it thought was it was sort of weird. Very bizarre. Sorry, my mm-hmm. like notes on this episode just did something very strange. Oh no. Um are they it's they're gonna be fine. I just Okay. It just added like ten pages of line breaks in between oh, no. the notes and I'm like, I don't understand how or why this happened. But yeah. So just like buzz like weird to mm-hmm. do it like that. Like you'd think they would yeah. do it more so like how um, like maybe a rose ceremony on The Bachelor would work, mm-hmm. something like that. Totally agree. It was just like oddly, like spaced out. But then Chelsea chooses Blake, obviously. Yeah. Erica like, asks Jesse, mm-hmm. which is exciting, which is very obviously, cute. for all of us. And then Kristen asks Lex, who I do love Lex. I think he is so handsome. Um, he is very and- handsome. Yeah, he's probably my favorite guy on the cast, but I do like Jesse too. Oh, so Jesse is definitely my favorite guy on the cast. Um, yeah, but yeah. So Griffin and Alex get eliminated, um, and mm-hmm. I wrote, "Who is Alex?" So like five <laughs> question marks because I just I, he was there last week getting blackout drunk and being annoying. Mm-hmm. I couldn't recall. Um, and then <laughs> Mark Marco Wahlberg says something very serious here, which is explore this last, explore everything in this last time as a single before you make decisions for the rest of your life yeah oh i mean that deep it's it's very deep to mark l Wahlberg, who is on twitter vying for that jeopardy guest host position he is trying his hardest and he's showing his chops here he wants it um before we get the final date selection of the men's villa we do get one last like kendall and alexis uh conversation where mm. alexis is like uh so i thought i was just competing with erica but i'm also competing with nicole um like obviously she has something that i don't have that you are interested in like she's very uh confused as to why kendall is still you know doing the most with Nicole and I mm-hmm. and Kendall's like I never said that and like I never promised we to be together and I do really like like I don't like this I don't like how Alexis's mind works here mm-hmm. but I like the contrast to how Aaron's mind works where Aaron's like mm-hmm. I don't compete with other girls and like if he yep. likes another girl that's fine and he could go be with that other girl totally um, and so it just shows like two completely different ways to handle that mm-hmm. Uh, one positive and one bad. <laughs> yeah. And then so when uh, <laughs> so when they're doing the date selection, obviously, Corey asks Amanda, Thomas asks Sophia to accompany him in the weirdest way. It was very milady, you know, it was Ugh. very like, well, yeah, odd. He's yeah. Weird. Uh, and so um, and- Kendall asks Alexis. And so when Nicole is eliminated, she says in her little confessional, she says that he's going to have the same problems with Alexis that he has with Erica, which is that basically I think she's saying that like his girlfriend is going to expect him to treat her with respect. Um, And Nicole said that she's waiting to get a text message from Kendall. And, you know, when he got back from Temptation Island, they hooked up a couple of times. Oh, you know, for sure. Um, What I okay so. In this final date selection, why didn't they have Kendall ask last so that it would be like a dramatic moment? I know. Because having Tom ask last was just stupid. It didn't make any sense. Um, So uh, Maya and Nicole are both eliminated. Mm -hmm. Uh, At least we know them. Yes, exactly. And it's like sort of 
you know, it's like Nicole's finally going home and Julian has picked Tula and he pulls her aside right away. And he says, this date is going to be a little bit different than everybody else's. I want you to help me go ring shopping. And yeah. nothing says romance, like having a girl who's trying to sleep with your boyfriend, pick out your engagement ring. Am I right? I, I think like no, none of these girls have been trying to sleep with Julian. Really, Totally. Like, I'm think, just messing around. Like, I think maybe Maya would have been interested at a point. But Julian made it super clear that he wasn't. And I was so glad that he chose Tula to do this with him uh, mm-hmm. because every moment we've had of Tula on the screen yep. has been just pure joy. She's mm-hmm. always, you know, she's been the one to kind of put Kendall in his place a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's like been out of the drama with the other girls in the house. Yep. Like she's just kind of been there like obviously didn't really click with any of the guys romantically, but they liked her enough to keep her around anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm glad that she gets to stay to the finale. For sure. She's like the only one talking sense on essentially the entire season. And um, yeah, I, I love it. My mom loves her too. She said, Tula, I love her. She's such a good person. So glad Julian is taking her. <laughs> That's how I felt too. So then we get all the dates. Okay. And these dates are epic. Okay. Some of these dates are epic. <laughs> um, so they start out with the biggest one, which is Erica and Jesse get the helicopter, which is how you know Erica is uh-huh. favorite. Absolutely. Um, they're like, you you had to watch that threesome, so we'll give you a helicopter. Yeah. They're like, look, you get to see all of the waterfalls Hawaii has to offer. Oh. Uh, and it looks just absolutely stunning. And they are so cuddly together. And they've mm-hmm. got their arms are like intertwined. And then he's like holding her leg and she's like mm-hmm. clutching onto him. And it's like very coupley, very cute. Mm-hmm. Makes me very happy. And then the next scene it cuts to is Kendall and Alexis are just literally on a walk at the beach. Like you mm-hmm. can tell production hates him so much. Yeah. And they won't give them anything fun to do. Um, but Jesse tells Erica in that scene in the helicopter, he has a confessional where he said he's really proud of her for letting down her walls and like letting him in. And I feel the same way, Jesse. I'm so proud of her too. <laughs> and it's just like he's been so. It's, and truly, again, the bar for men is so low, but uh-huh. he's been just so kind and patient and not pressure mm-hmm. her at all. Yep. And just like been the support that she needs to feel safe, which is the most yep. important thing. Um, of course, always, you know, it's like really that's all you can ask out of any one of these partners. Right. So like give them space and like the space they need to feel safe. Like I feel like Amanda has really done that with Corey and Corey just hasn't had like an evil girlfriend the way that. Erica has had an evil boyfriend. Oh yeah, you know? if Aaron had cheated on him, mm-hmm. Corey and Amanda would be like be getting propo- like an engagement at the yeah. at the end of this. I was going to say they were going to be getting proposed, which is not how words work. Um, the Kendall and Alexis one is like a lot of Kendall being like, maybe I can make it work with Alexis, but I need to make some shifts in my life. And I'm like, what shifts do you need to make? Like, what changes? Kendall talks nonsense. I like um, nothing. Nothing he says makes sense. Mm-hmm. I like honestly, like feel like if you got Kendall in a room with someone who like had his number, he would like have a meltdown because he just is like he knows what he's doing and he knows how to pick them like for real. Um, and still, like Alexis is telling him on this date, she's like she's worried that he's gonna drop her when Erica and him see one another, and he's like. Uh, all I can say is that right now I'm in this moment with you. And it's like, huh? Worst guy ever. I just, Um, I, and like, he just keeps talking about, yeah, we would need to make shifts in my life. We need mm -hmm. to make shit. Like, do you mean like you'd have, you'd keep Erica and then have like a sad, a second shift for Alexis? (laughs) Like, I don't understand what you mean, Kendall. And it doesn't make any sense. Well, I think, I think him and Erica live together, and that's probably he's He'd like, have how am I going to get out of this lease? Yeah, well, guess that's what? probably his main thing. <laughs> She'll get a restraining order. It's fine. You won't be allowed back in. Um, and yeah, like I just, I feel bad for Alexis because you can mm-hmm. tell that she's definitely caught feelings for this man, and he's horrible and is just he hurts people. I don't like him. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how bad I feel for Alexis, honestly, but like I do because 
like she did sort of have a full picture going in. But I do at the end of the day, like obviously feel bad for anybody who is in any sort of relationship with a narcissist. I mean, but did she have a full picture? Because it seems like all the information she had is how Mm -hmm. Kendall describes the relationship. You're right. This has come up several times over the season too. Like, I think there must just be something about Kendall in person. Like he must mm-hmm. actually present as charismatic or something, mm-hmm. um, but that it just does not translate through the screen mm-hmm. uh, because like we can see how Worst horrible it is, mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem like everyone in person can see that. Like Agreed. at the guy's villa, it seems really only like Tula is the only one who's been like, what is wrong with you? Hmm. Well, I think that it's because like most of like Tula probably has respect for herself and is like, this is absurd. And the other girls are trying to get TV time and trying to find a boyfriend. It's, well, you and know? I think also probably um, is that Kendall probably didn't put in any effort to, for a relationship with Tula at all. And like mm-hmm. when a narcissist or someone like that does yeah. give you the attention, like it feels amazing. It feels like you're on top of the world. And so yeah. I don't really blame the other, the like the women there for not knowing, mm-hmm. but I just, it just makes me sick. I just, like, I just don't of know. Course. He has to have some kind of quality about mm-hmm. him that we can't see uh, because it just doesn't make any sense otherwise. Yeah. Worst, worst man ever. Worst, um, worst man alive. Uh, yeah. Then we get Tula and Julian ring shopping. I feel like we didn't really get a good look at the ring at any point in this episode agreed I was like they like show the ring and I feel like I just saw the box I was like what is it like? I'm like why really are you 10 feet away from I know. it like, I think maybe it? they're saving it they're saving it probably for the moment that he proposes what if it's to like her. a really ugly ring maybe that's why they they zoomed out but I feel like I have faith in Tula she would yeah, not I let him pick I out an ugly ring I have faith in Tula mm-hmm. um, did you notice and this might have just been the feed that I used to watch this episode did you notice that this whole episode was shot like really weird um like there so was well, a I, lot of weird like zoom situations happening um, I think maybe it was the feed that you used to okay, watch it because uh, sometimes on YouTube like they'll pop in and out like really close so that they don't get like you know, cut from the internet. Um, but yeah, I do think maybe like the fact that they were in different locations, they used more like sweeping shots or things like that um, rather okay, than like, the villa just, regular shots. It must have just been the feed I was watching because there was like some weird stuff going on and I was like, <laughs> is this on me for not watching it as USA Network intends or is it on USA Network <laughs> for filming it? And I was like, I was going to text you and I was like, it's fine, it can wait. Um, but yeah, no, we never got a clear shot of the ring. Annoying. No. Uh, basically, we just see Sotifia and Thomas make out by the waterfall. Nothing new there. Yeah. Um, Chelsea and Blake are oh, on Blake their date. Actually, is one. Oh, okay. From this, um, to- they're in the water at one point, and Thomas is like, "Honestly, I've come to the conclusion that in life, you regret the things you didn't do rather than things you do." And then they kiss a bunch, and then Sophia goes, "You have soft lips." And he goes, "You too." And I was like. Bleh! enough no it's bad my mom has thoughts okay she says poor sophia she's so young and she thinks tom is this mature put together guy no sophia he is a man child totally unsure of his feelings and even more afraid of commitment in emotional maturity they are at the same level maybe that is better for him than the more mature version which is chelsea i mean i don't think chelsea is so mature mary i'm sorry Me either, but Chelsea is at least a little bit more mature than Sophia. Sophia is like bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. I gotta tell you, I think they're not that different. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, maybe you're right. I think that maybe Sophia has more of just like a youthful fun energy versus Chelsea's like like never seems like she's ever really having any fun well and it's Um, the other thing too where it's like sophia hasn't really seen tom like flirting with other women so much mm -hmm. outside of a context where like you would expect some flirting on temptation island whereas Mm -hmm. chelsea has now gotten used to seeing her boyfriend flirting with every woman um in like a 10 block radius so (laughs) i feel like she's lost some of that childlike joy (laughs) for sure um so so next we get the chelsea and blake date and uh blake says that 
Uh, yes, they are sailing. And Blake says, have you ever gone sailing? And she's like, no. Um, like, oh, and, I love sailing. And we're like, yeah, yeah we know. of course. Of course, Blake, you do. Um, you he says Blake. that he uh, doesn't have to. He hopes it doesn't have to be their last date and that they have chemistry. And Chelsea said she's been waiting for him to say that. Ew. And then and they then make out on the boat. No. And then Blake says one of the worst things I've ever heard in my entire life what? where he goes, is it bad that I want to feel that chemistry again? And then they make out a bunch. And it's like you that you didn't have to say that you could have said no. almost anything else. And it would have been better than that. So there's gross. honestly like a lot of corny talking from both Blake and Chelsea and Thomas and Sophia. Like there's the scene later that like we're about to get to where Thomas and Sophia are talking and he's like talking to her as though he's like been madly in love with her for years. Like, look, I've had conversations like some of these with people that I've been in like very serious, like fairly serious relationships with. But like the like that's when you say, have been in love and like you're saying stuff that you're like, whatever, I don't it's just us and I'm not going to be embarrassed about it. It. you know what i mean and I, him and sophia are like just now getting together and he's like <laughs> i don't know see i feel like a lot of the stuff that they're doing is very much like oh yes this is early days of someone and you really like them and you're like mm. i like you and like oh yeah i know i'm just looking oh you're so cute like because mm-hmm. i feel like they aren't talking about like anything actually deep yeah you're probably right but maybe i just like need to make sure that someone really likes me before I'm saying things like you make me feel safe <laughs> you know like, yeah you make me feel safe is like a, a little bit of a weirder one for like an mm-hmm. early early but days yeah. but a lot of the like oh you're so cute no you're so cute like that's mm-hmm. like early days in my opinion you're right um, uh, so then next Kristen is just talking with Lex about how she feels unsure about Julian which like makes everybody nervous and like yeah a little bit she's um she talks about how she's always been unsure about him she's hesitant about him she's been sure mm-hmm. before but then he like broke her trust and she's worried about that and it really comes down to at this point she doesn't want to spend the rest of her life with someone who parties every weekend without her and doesn't put her first and i feel like julian probably is not gonna do that anymore yeah i don't think so either i think he's really serious about her and i hope I hope that at the end, after the reunion, they can be like, things have been amazing. Everything has changed. Everything's yeah, great. I'm, exactly. I'm rooting for That's them. That's what I want. I That's I, I'm rooting for them, too. Then mm-hmm. we get Aaron and Jelani, and I feel like she's getting interrogated. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, this is when I wrote that thing that I said sort of at the top of the podcast, which is like, she's realized she's the problem and that she's worried that he won't want to leave with her and that she carries a lot of resentment for her exes and for soccer. And I do think that there is a lot of that there. There's like a lot of regret that she has in her life of things that she feels were unfulfilled unfulfilled for her so she's going to feel when she came to the island she was going to feel unfulfilled in whatever situation she was in you know um but yeah i mean i think that she's really ready to like be serious with Corey. but who knows maybe i'm excited for this reunion honestly because i do feel like Corey and aaron are going to leave the island together but i'm excited for the reunion to see like what happened after you know yeah I am. Yeah, because I like again, we've seen about as much as we can see of them from exactly the island. I need to see them after mm-hmm. the island. And yeah. And Corey's talking to Amanda and he's mm-hmm. saying that he always thought Aaron was the best he could do. And he, but he wants someone at the end of the day who's scared to lose him. And Amanda confesses her feelings for him in a way that was like very sweet and respectful. And I was really happy that she did it, you know, in that way. And I do think that if they don't work out that he should call up Amanda and they should try because do they seem like a sweet couple. A serious question about Amanda. Okay, what's your question? What the hell is this girl doing on this show? She seems normal. She's cute. <laughs> she's respectful. Like this this is not a tempter. <laughs> she's not playing the game. I think if she went through Matt and Brittany's like course, mm-hmm. she could do some major damage. Yes, but, for like, sure. This woman does not seem to have a manipulative bone in her body. I like, know. She just seems like a genuinely sweet, nice girl. And I'm like, why are you here? Like, what happened in your and life? She's beautiful too. Oh, she's stunned. I mean, they're all beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but she seems like nice, like in kind. Uh-huh. And I'm, I'm just like, what went wrong in Amanda's life that she ended up here? Like, girl, are you okay? Like, I just don't. <laughs> understand because at no point has she like really stepped on Aaron's toes Mm -hmm. never really made a move she's just like 
given Corey back his self-esteem. I know. Like, I, who who is this woman? And why is she I know. And honestly, I feel like she sort of deserves to, like, date Corey for a second for all of, like, the joy that she's given him. You know, like, what, you're going to fix him and then give him back to his girlfriend? Yeah, like, come on. All the emotional labor, and then he's just going to go back to Aaron, who's the one who tore him down to begin with? I know. Um, but then we get the scene with Thomas and Sophia where they're, like, about to go to bed. Yeah, and, and they're then, like, Airbnb. They they go to the bedroom together and he smacks her ass on the way in. And I was just like, what is this? Yeah. Like, and Sophia like, brings up that love, um, physical touches, their love language. Oh yeah. Very them, Which is like, yeah, we know. Yes, uh, we can see. And they mm-hmm. go into the bedroom and I'm, I'm going to say right now in the, in the words of Rob Sesternino, confirmed coitus. <laughs> They're going to do it. Yep. They, yeah. <laughs> they did it. <laughs> um, Blake and Chelsea, we get the second part of their date. And mm-hmm. I was very perplexed because they, it seems like they went to separate bedrooms at the end of the night. Yes. My mother was very pleased about this. She was, was happy shocked. Chelsea stick, stuck to her morals and she didn't stay in the same room as Dr. Blake, which, like, I'm sure, but then that's the thing. Chelsea will be able to hang over Tom's head in the end. Like, well, you slept with her. I didn't sleep with him, you know, um, but she values his patience, she said. Um, and, you know, as he's, like, saying goodnight to her and she's going to her bedroom, he says that he wants to be transparent and he hopes this isn't their last date. So... Yeah, I don't really know. But then we get to the best part of the episode. This is the best thing that's ever happened. So, Mm -hmm. okay, Jesse and Erica had a fun date. And Mm -hmm. Jesse talks about possibly continuing this experience after Temptation Island. Because they live in L.A., both of them. Because they live in L.A., both of them. Mm -hmm. And they kiss. (gasps) And it starts to get, um, like, physical with Jesse. Uh And I... There's a confessional where she talks about being emotionally and physically available to him. And uh, they had a lot of fun last night and wake up in the same bed together. They wake up in the same bed and we get a little shot of like her bra on the floor. And like, it's very clear that they had some fun. And I am so happy for her. It's what she deserves, honestly. Like I I wrote OMG, but with like 20 G's. um, Me too. Mm-hmm. Like one, so two, many exclamation three, four, points. five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, thirteen, eighteen. Literally twenty G's in my OMG, <laughs> uh, and I wrote, oh, "I love them. I hope they slept together before we got the the confirmation later on." Um, yeah, they just and they just seem to have like very good chemistry. Mm-hmm. He's so nice. He's making her nervous. She's like, you're making me like giggly and nervous. And he's like, oh, I don't want to make you nervous. You know, like he's sweet. And yeah, he's like, oh, no, I don't want you to be nervous. But also it's like, you know, in the back of his head, he's like, hmm, she's. Like, yeah, oh, I mean, like, and people get nervous like when they really like you. Right. So it's yeah, like, that's exciting. And he deserves it, too. Honestly, Erica is so beautiful. Like he like nabbed a really good one. She's so sweet and beautiful. And I really yeah. hope this continues. And I love it because I know Kendall will be so Kendall's upset. Gonna be absolutely furious. Uh-huh. And I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Kendall, Kendall and Alexis, we didn't see anything else about their date. But then we see them in the hot tub together. My suspicion is that they just went back to their Airbnb and, and boned all day. So yeah, that's why we completely. couldn't see anything else on their thing, because I think that Alexis is realizing that she gets more reinforcement from Kendall when they are more physical together. Oh um, that's my that's my theory. And so I think she's like, OK, well, I'm just going to lean into what I know works with him. And so by the end of this date, they're talking about like. Oh, Alexis feels perfect in my arms. Oh, I definitely see a future with her. Oh, this is feeling real. Um, Mm -hmm. Whereas at the start of their date, it's, oh, well, whatever happens, happens, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And then Alexis says, I feel myself falling more and more in love every day. She has dropped the L word. I'm so worried about her. Yeah, I don't know what's about to happen. This, This is about to be crazy here. At the end, I think yeah, these next two episodes are about to get wild. It's it's about to be absolutely wild. And yeah, mm-hmm. Kendall has spread rose petals on the bed for her. Oh, um, but he acts, though, Kirsten, he acts like he's the one who did it. He's like, he's like, you know how we do. It's like, like, as though this is not production. 
You know, like, are you kidding? Like, there are producers here. They got you this Airbnb. Like, Kendall, you didn't, it's not like you bought this for her with your own money. Like, please. I don't know. I was just like, yeah. you have to credit for production it's, stuff. It's- it's gross. And then Kendall's mm-hmm. a confessional about like, oh, with everything that's transpired, I see Alexis as the woman that she is. And I don't think my judgment is clouded at all. Cause you can tell the production was like, do you think that maybe your judgment is clouded by all the sex you've been having all day? Or like, yeah, and he's like, I, no, my judgment's not clouded. Cause Kendall doesn't believe his judgment can be clouded. No, cause he's a perfect, the most, he's the most intelligent man in the world. And he's perfect. He can separate so. things the way that others mm-hmm. cannot. Okay. Yep. Um, so then we get, you know, the confirmation that Erica yes. slept with And Jessie. they talk about how they had a lot of fun last night. And <clears throat> she says, I love that she says, like, you know, I waited to get physical with Jesse till the last date. And I think that that shows that, like, Jesse was in it for the right reasons. Like, you know, he would have gone on this date with me and not have done anything the mm-hmm. way that he had done the entire time. And um, I felt safe and ready. And I just really love this for her. I don't want... I please, please don't let us find out that she has gone back to Kendall. Like, please, I will be heartbroken. Yeah, I'll I'll be legitimately upset if at the end of Mm -hmm. this or at the reunion or anything, or if we even find out that at any point they were back together. Um, But like, Matt just like laid out exactly how he could get her back. Mm -hmm. And it makes me want to die. And so then if that is true, all I can hope for is that they got back together and then split up again. And like, me too. I mean, please. They please, just please, need please. to be. They need to be away from each other. It's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Um. So Tom. Thomas and yeah, Thomas and Sophia have coffee in the morning, and he says he could see himself continuing to date her, and he feels at peace, and she has no regrets, and she's so happy how it ended with Thomas. Barf, barf. Yeah, in my mouth. Um. Mm-hmm. He's like, whatever is going to happen, it's going to be all right. And like, this experience has only been okay because you're here. And it's like, yeah, because you, he had someone to distract him from mm-hmm. Chelsea, but whatever. Exactly. Also, Chelsea would have probably done nothing with Blake if uh, mm-hmm. Tom and Sophia weren't a thing. So like, completely, agree. I don't know. Um, Julian, the next morning, FaceTimes Kristen's dad. Um, yes, his name was Jose, I believe. Yes, I believe so. Um, um to ask for permission to propose mm-hmm. to Kristen. Um and uh Kristen's dad says, to be honest to you, all I ask is that you love and respect my daughter in good times and in bad times. Mm-hmm. Like my answer is yes. Um mm-hmm. you can tell that there's a lot of love with between yes. Julian and um Jose. Yeah, like he he says, like my answer is of course yes, or like absolutely yes, some something like you can that. tell, like, like he's so just... excited to hear this. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, it does make me a little nervous because um, we have not seen you know, a strong confirmation from Kristen that she will mm-hmm, say yes. All exactly. we've ever seen from Kristen is when she says, "Do not propose to me," like ever. Mm-hmm. So um, that is uh, disconcerting. Um, Julian says, uh, "I will always love her, and I will not let you down." Mm-hmm. Um, I like. I have like. I don't like the asking your dad, like asking her dad thing, but like, I don't know. It's just for me personally. Like, I think if I were dating someone seriously, I would probably be bothered if they talked to my dad before they talked to me. Really? But like, I think other people like it. I don't know. It just doesn't sit right with me, but this was a cute interaction. Oh, I, I think I'm the other people. I like know that. (laughs) (laughs) no i just know that it would like be super meaningful i mean obviously my father's not going to say no to anyone you know but i just know it would be meaningful to him for like yeah someone to and that makes sense i know that Mm -hmm. when my brother-in-law proposed to my sister he did ask my dad and my dad was Mm -hmm. like yeah whatever like Mm -hmm. and so like it's not it's just i think it's just not a meaningful thing in my specific family totally totally. Um, i'd be like annoyed but i don't worry i don't need to be worried about that right now so (laughs) well when you meet uh, your man if someone right now was asking my dad for permission to propose to me i'd be very weirded out because i don't know who that man is like i don't know them they're a stranger and i'm afraid 
<laughs> but yeah, no, I think, well, I just also think that like, if it's a situation where Julian is so close with her family, it makes sense, you know, like yeah. it's not a situation where he's met her dad twice and you know, yeah. they have no relationship. It's a situation where they're literally family. And so That's of true. course he's going to want to like include him in the excitement of the decision. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's sort of the end of the episode. He's talking to the guys about how he got the ring. He's showing them. We get a terrible yeah, non-shot we, of it. We and, get to see that it exists. It uh-huh. looks shiny from a distance, but I yep. can't. I couldn't tell you the shape, cut, color, anything. No, I know. I was ready to dissect it with you, yeah. and then we got nothing. Um, and then Mark L. Wahlberg comes out and says it's time for the girls to go. Um, because I think that it's like, seriously, I think the next episode, we're going to get the guys being like, what should I do? Should I leave with my partner? Should I leave with my, mm-hmm. my partner on the island? And, uh, it'll be a whole thing and it's going to be exciting and dramatic. I am. And next week's going to be a fun one, I think. Yeah, I'm very excited. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like we've already been pretty clear about our predictions, but do mm-hmm. we want to like set anything in, in stone on the pod yes. before we go? I think, I think Kristen says yes to Julian. Okay. I think Corey and Aaron leave together. Okay. I think Thomas leaves with Sophia and, um, Chelsea, Chelsea leaves, leaves with Blake. With Blake. I don't know what's going to happen with Kendall and Erica. I have literally no clue. Kendall and Erica, I do think that I think they might, they will leave separately, but that doesn't negate the possibility that they got back together. I I don't think Erica is sleeping with Jesse and then taking mm -hmm. her back like the next day or two days later. I would agree with that. Um, but I don't think that Nerika is necessarily leaving with Jesse. I yeah, think Erica she, leaves she alone. Might, she might leave I think I think Kendall maybe leaves with Alexis or maybe leaves alone. I don't know. I, don't uh, I think the only way Kendall's not leaving with Alexis is if he decides to try to leave with Erica and she's like, no. Which I would love that. That would be my preferred yeah, thing. I don't know. I don't Actually, know my preferred outcome would be Kendall being like, I'm going to leave with Erica. And Erica being like, I'm leaving with Jesse. Bye. Mm-hmm. Of course. That's a dream, but I don't think that's going to yeah. happen. I mean, but I would like, I mean, you know what? Just because everything else I could agree with you completely on, I'm going to say I think Erica's going to leave with Jesse right. and Kendall's going to leave alone just so we have something different. Good. I hope you're right. It's not honestly. that I like firmly believe it. It's more so what I want, but, and you know what? It's fine. Okay. I also just want to um, say that we do, we did get a little dirt from the Reddit this week. Ooh. Um, there was a uh, person on the Temptation Island Reddit who lives near Dr. Blake's dental office. And it this came in the mail today in their local newspaper. Oh, no. And it's a photo of Blake on Temptation Island. And it's his name, DDS. And it says, check out Dr. Blake on this season of Temptation Island 3, Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. on USA Network. Because he's in St. Louis, yeah. so it's 9 p.m. there. And um, then it's a $49 new patient special and a free in-office teeth whitening. And, like, Dr. Blake is clearly the biggest narcissist in the entire world that he's uh, literally uh, advertising his dental practice with his Temptation Island appearance. It's amazing. It's so bad. Um, but it actually reminded me of something from my life that I don't think I've ever okay. talked about on a podcast before. So, um, some people may or may not know, I um, went to high school and middle school in Cold Lake, Alberta, which is a military base. It's an Air Force base. It's one of like two bases in Canada where fighter jets like fly out of and pilots can Mm -hmm. be stationed. When I was in like grade nine, there was a reality show on the Discovery Network um, based around fighter pilots getting trained in cold lake and so this was like a very big deal in cold lake alberta and nowhere else because it's like oh my god they're in cold lake and they're learning like people are going through Mm -hmm. the process and it's like a bunch of people who like qualified to like go into the training and then it's like people get knocked out because they can't handle like the getting spun around at specific Mm -hmm. and all that stuff it was just it was a horrible show but Mm -hmm. at the end of it two of the fighter pilots from the show ended up stationed in cold lake like that was where they were going to work moving forward and they had their like the call names and this one guy's calling okay. was carney because he was like the quote-unquote funny guy okay and i also where i worked in high school was a store on the military base so i would be like constantly dealing with like military men 
Mm-hmm. And one time, and Carney used to come in, not a lot, but sometimes. And like people know okay. him from this show. So mm-hmm. one day I'm working at the front at the till and Carney comes in with a friend and he like makes his purchase. And I'm like literally like maybe 16 at the time. And it's like, mm-hmm. but like people always thought I wasn't 16. And yeah. so it's like kind of weird interaction sometimes with army dudes. I'd be like, I'm 16. Bye. Yeah, um, sure. And so Carney comes over with like an aircraft magazine. Cause there was like a significant magazine section. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, you know, I'm actually in this magazine. Like I was on jet stream, like in this page. And I was like having none of it, but like, that's the energy that like oh Dr. Blake's advertisement brings. Um, do you want to know what my response was as a 16 year old girl? Please. Because I know I'm already an obsessed. I said, uh, this is actually not a library. So I'm going to have to ask you to buy that magazine or leave. <laughs> You are <laughs> my freaking hero, Kirsten McInnes. <laughs> um, yeah, and then my supervisor was like, "Oh, you're always flirting with the guys," and I was like, "That was the opposite of flirting." Like, that's you were like, "I am in telling someone 16. to f off." As, yeah, you were like, "I, I am in fact a 16 year old girl." So, yeah, like, I'm actually maybe don't make actually, that comment. I'm actually a child. Mm-hmm. Maybe stop. I'm I'm yes. working in customer service. It's wild how <laughs> I have to be nice to people. Like. Yes. what is wrong with you but yeah um so that's the energy that the point of that story was mm-hmm. not my sick burn on that military mm-hmm. guy it was actually loved that it, though. he brought this he brought the same energy as blake is bringing with his weird dental ads like oh people already gosh. don't want to get random mail being like oh there's a dental clinic nearby ha 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 but to put his shirtless photo blake on it's it, wild Blake is wild. Like I, that's all I have to say. Blake is uh wild and has literally no shame and is a mess. And I, I can't wait for the reunion when Chelsea's like Blake sucks because I clearly, like, I would like more than anything else. If anyone here is a therapist in St. Mm-hmm. Louis, I want you to make an ad with Blake from Temptation Island on it and send it to his dental practice. And they want you to say like 50% off your first session of therapy if you were on Temptation Island. Oh my God. I'm obsessed with that. That's amazing. And then it's it's kind of like bullying. It's, but the, it's also, their meat cute, Kirsten. It's their meat cute. It's your Sorry. therapy. You know what? Your therapy meet cute is more important than any other yes. that you'll ever have. So completely agree. Completely. Agree. I'm on board with that. Um, do we have do we have a scumbag king of the week? Um no, not really. Kendall, obviously. Yeah, I know we I, sort I, I of fell Kendall, off. I think Kendall's just been like on the pedestal there. I know. We've we've really fallen off fallen off with our scumbag yeah. king because how can you get any worse than Kendall? Like Thomas came close a couple weeks, but Kendall is like the, the yeah. Person. Like I mean, Blake sucks. Thomas yeah. sucks, but Kendall is on another level. Uh, Nicole is is has problems, you know. Yeah, I think Kendall's but, just like scumbag king of the season for sure. Yeah. And for so sure. we'll we'll check back in on that after after the finale. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think we've come to the end. Yes, for sure. I am so excited for the next two weeks. I think this is where we'll get the really juicy stuff. Um, Thanks, guys. I know that this was a day late. Sorry, I was on um, the Survivor Go Bone Cop podcast here on Rob Has a Podcast talking about that season for four hours last night. So Kirsten was so amazing and let us push it to the next day. uh, Can you imagine if I was like, we have to record after you finish this (laughs) I would have been like, nobody wants to hear it. In fact, like, no, I will be falling asleep at the microphone. Nobody (laughs) wants that. Yes, that is right. Uh, Maggie was on for the, what is it, the 26th? best how, how yes, far into the 26 best season we talked a lot about randy and crystal cox and the country of gabon africa it was great incredible was a wonderful time um other than that where mm-hmm. can people find you maggie yeah you can find me on instagram at ml morgan underscore and kirsten and i were on this saturday's episode of robin akivanita podcast talking about hgtv so if you love this pod you'll love the hgtv pod uh, because it's me and kirsten uh, robin akiva and it's a great time uh we talked about tiny homes and fixer upper and the property brothers so it was really fun yeah it was wonderful Mm-hmm. Okay, amazing. And uh, yeah, if people want to hear more from me, again, of course, 
Robin Akiva Nita podcast. Uh, it was so much fun. Go check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as a Bojack Horse Pod, the um, Bojack Horseman rewatch podcast I do with Lindsay Wilson. Chappelle was on our most recent episode. So I know everyone is clamoring. Oh my gosh, I got to check that out. Yeah. Um, what a get. Uh, and there is also uh Kowski cast talking about Riverdale. Um Riverdale is on hiatus until July, so we will we'll find out when that next episode gets released. <laughs> it's been recorded for like 2 weeks. So if you want that episode, go harass Frail Mary for that. Um, <laughs> as well as you can uh follow me everywhere at Kirsten said what, including twitch.tv slash Kirsten said what. Thank you so much, everyone, for for bearing with us. And thank you as well to the uh, patrons of Rob as a Podcast who make this show possible. If you're interested in the uh, possible benefits of becoming a patron, go to robhaswebsite.com slash patron. And we'll be back next week to talk about the finale. We'll know who's with who. And I'm very excited for it. Me too. Well, I can't wait. Uh, until, until next time. Bye. 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 <laughs>